0: Hey guys, Joel here with Backwoods Brothers. Welcome to... Wait. Something's missing here. Oh wait, where, where's Tony? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Tony's actually out today for a procedure. He's uh, apparently, the uh, he got some test results back and I found out he is just too manly and they need to reduce some of that manliness, so I gotta catch up with him a little bit. Anyway, so yeah, we all by myself today. This is the first for I think Backwards Brothers to only have me on here. I don't not really sure what to do with myself. I mean I got George. So okay. man? Yeah, but um, hey, you know, we're still gonna have a great show. I think it's gonna love it. I got my uh my big boy here today. I got myself a couple mics. And uh yeah, let's go for it. So uh, you know, we're we're just gonna dive right into it. We got some good things going on today. I got the ridiculous, which uh usually is Tony thing, but I gotta take care of that today. I'll do my best to, to to keep up with his awesomeness there. Uh, I got the uh, the breaking news. Well, we oh, and they're jumping right into it already. <laughs> well, we'll come to that in a minute though. <laughs> um, so, and then um, I have something I'm really passionate about today. It is the only topic on my list besides those pieces, and that is about foundational patriotism. Because I I have a lot to say about that. Because, well, I mean it's foundational page. Patri- it's it's about where our country is founded on, and the reason why we're here, and the things that that people just uh i mean like what they what they don't understand i mean from when they stomp on a flag or when they say that it's about white nationalism or they don't stand up for the national anthem or they don't say the Pledge of allegiance or they say you know how bad our country is and everything else, people really have no idea and i got a got a sneak peek of that yesterday. I'm heated up about this because I'm getting tired of it, man. I mean, if you can't have national pride, I mean, you need to go find a place you can have some pride in. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the country you live in. Either love it or go find one that you kind of love. I mean, I mean, this is, this is what it is. I mean, we are so progressive in it, but you know, I'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's talk a little bit about the ridiculous. So, um, <laughs> I I love how uh, some people out there are just getting tired of absolutely the ridiculous shit that they do out there like for example banning books from libraries uh because oh they're too racist or whatever the crap like that i mean the books first of all people will read them what they want to read if you don't want to read them then don't check them out i mean it seems like a good choice but instead what it's doing is they're trying to remove you know historical references or information in nature so uh where things come from it's that's what they're doing that's when they ban books they they it's, it's the virtual 21st or 22nd century, whatever the hell we're in these days, 21st century version of a book burning. As you ban it from libraries and, you know, since everything is digital these days, you just ban it is banned from online. So the, um, the, to fight back at there's it, there's this massive, gigantic library um, over in Maine. I mean, it's a massive. And they are saying, hey, any books you want to ban? Give them to us. We'll put them out there because we're getting tired of your shit. So uh, go and take a look how massive this library is. A this <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at this library here. Uh, you got Farmer John down there on the right. But, yeah, these guys are down there. I, I absolutely love these guys. These guys are my heroes. They are saying, hey, if you want to ban those books, send them on down to here. We're going to throw them in our library, and people can come check it out there and even more so they got the old school thing going on down there i absolutely love it they are basically saying hey um we are we don't have a librarian obviously and i don't know whether they even fit in the building you know to sit out there with like an umbrella when it rains uh, but they say hey it's on your honor system you come in open the door come get your books shut the door go on your way and they bring it back when you're done that's old school that is the understanding of where a foundational freedom part of our freedoms have come from that understands about you know what we used to have in community not some of the crap we have going on there where they're going to burn you know our downtown area set things on fire and oh that's okay guys but they they understand what we here in a are fighting to try to keep and how does a small town community feel well you it's okay to, you can feel as comfortable unlocking your doors we leaving your truck unlocked because things aren't going to happen because you can trust your neighbors are going to look out for you and you're not going to have to deal with some bullshit coming out from a bigger city or something, you know? But, uh, yeah, so I, I absolutely love the On Your Honor system. You, you take and go. And there's little things like that around. Don't get me wrong. I think we have some here. And it's like a book exchange or something where it's like a – almost like a mailbox. You pick some books in, take some books out. I think they have one here in Estacada. So small town pieces. I'm sure you guys have them too where you're – in your small towns other than Estacada, So, um, but yeah, that's the ridiculous. But, you know, we got more than just ridiculous. We got some, uh, some breaking news coming in. Well, this, Justin, Hunter Biden is an asshole. Oh, yes. Uh, you guys probably already knew that. Uh, so, uh, Hunter Biden in the news again, but this time it's not the new. Oh, look, there you go. Oh, look. Just like his father, completely like a dumbass. I mean, look at that eye. That, like, bring that thing back up. Look at that. That is a creepy ass looking eye. He's like an evil, like it's like two faced into one. What's that what's a Batman character? He'd make a perfect like two faced Batman character, you know. But yeah, uh, he's in the news again, um, and it's because uh, hey, shocking news. You can turn that. You can take it on now, Brandy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, um, shocking news. All the information that was uh, that there was claimed by during the during the uh, campaigning period that, by the way, Biden said was oh, that's a Russian hoax and everything else. Shocking! It's it's true. Oh, like we didn't all know that already. But hey, you know Biden's out there and he's he's defending his, uh, his his golden boy, you know, drug addict golden boy, lying, cheating son of a bitch. Pardon my French, sir. Did did I say that out loud? I think you. I know you're thinking it. Um, anyways, but yeah, he goes, he out there, he, he said, um, that the, uh, that there was all a Russian hoax and he got 50 people that will back him up from, in, from intelligence. But, but however, when, um, I don't know, the person who's doing the investigation, Bill Barr comes forward and by the way, he's no fan of Trump. He said, but he came out in a, uh, in a New York times and a couple other places and they put the article out and it says, Hey, um. Uh, you know that uh, President Biden uh, he he lied to the American people because um, yeah the, the it, it's it's all true about the the the, the Hunt and Biter Biter Biden, Biden lap Biter wow. bitter butter anyways uh, his laptop is it, it really is everything you saw on there he really is a, a gigantic asshole um, with does some really bad things yep exactly what you saw there but uh, you know. Biden's always of course doubling down on that and uh you know uh, to what's the new a good news reporter do they go oh well we will just call these people that that claim you know that he claimed about we will back them up on everything and shocking five of them stood by it and thirty of them wouldn't answer the phone a couple of them go said no him. comment and uh, the rest uh yeah probably in a ditch somewhere so um yeah by the way we just, I'm dying I have these heaters next to me they' they're cooking me I'm like a fried lamb. Sheep. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, so former uh, U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr on Monday accused President Biden of having lied to the American people. By the way, uh, lying to the American people, while that's probably a trait that comes with most presidents, um, is something that he has done quite often. And I think you only get so many, like a lying tree. Every time you lie, it kind of falls off. So um, unfortunately, I think he's gone through a few of them already. Uh, during the presidential debate when he called the post-exposure of his son's Hunter Biden's emails a Russian plant. So, anyways, uh, yeah, so take it up. It's, uh, the, it, you know, here's another shocking piece of this. Um, it was put out by the New York Post, and I think it was, uh, there was another one out there too, I forget to put it out. But that was it, too. There's two places you can find it. Now, of course, Fox talked a little bit about it. But shocking, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, and all, CNN, and all the other alphabet tons of bitches. They had nothing to say about it. Silence. Oh, oh, well, you, you don't want to talk about it because you have an agenda? Yeah. So um, that's that's where we're at with uh, breaking news. Share it. Pass it along. Make sure the asshole gets his what to do to him. Anyways. Let's get to the big story. So foundational patriotism. Kind of curious what that means to you guys. Um, Before I get too far into that, actually, I'm going to ask you, what is when I say foundational patriotism? I mean, I gave you a little bit of hints of my thoughts on there. What do you guys think that means? Like what's uh, what are some of your thoughts on that? So I'd like to to see comments you have for there and see if we got any uh, any comments in already. No, here we go what's up starting in t-minus 12 minutes whoo I'm, I'm not sure what that was oh uh, hey. uh, <laughs> that was brandy that's from a little bit ago hey uh american number one yes um what i think is ridiculous is sdk to having a deic community and not having a dedicated police force yeah yes i i definitely agree um I have my thoughts on the DEIC. I shared a little bit it last night. Um, honestly, here's my thoughts. I'm going to give a, a quick, quick thought on here. And I get, I get. Just a reminder: this is my personal thoughts. I do not ever speak as a city councilor on this show. So I want you to be very clear about that. It's my personal opinion. Um, one: if we haven't been sued for anything, that's a, that's a big flag there. Uh, two: um, you shouldn't have to have a group of people tell you how to think and what to do. It should be a natural part of the culture to be diverse and inclusive in everything you do. It should just be a natural thing you do. And a has a history of being, being that way because, like I said, have we ever been sued? Up until just recently, has anything really come forward about this? There may be some people in the city that have done some things, and there's some issues in the schools. But the city itself has never, ever had that problem. The, the actual city, like the government. I mean, there's nothing that I've seen. If I'm wrong, show me. Tell me about it. I'd be interested to hear about it. But, so, I don't see, see the reason for to having a DEIC on there. That's like wiping before you poop. It just don't make sense. So, that's my personal opinion. But, hey, you know what? It's there. And we'll see what they come up with. I'm still waiting for them to come up with anything that's relevant. Because it's only been a year and a half and they've done absolute crap. So, again, personal opinion. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Uh all those pictures of Hunter Biden is so repulsive. <laughs> yeah, they are repulsive. That was kind of the idea, I think. So um yeah, I think any picture of Hunter Biden is repulsive. I mean a guy that can act like that. So but uh yeah, uh definitely show me I I have seen anything come in yet. What's your thoughts on um on what when I say foundational patriotism? Okay. So, uh, well, when I talk about foundational patriotism, I'm talking about everything that makes us an American. From the day that we said, fuck you, to the British, pardon my French today, guys, I'm a little worked up, so. And uh, I'm by myself, so I'm a little off. Oh, Um, So, uh, I haven't had enough caffeine or something. Um, But uh, when I talk about foundational patriotism, I'm talking specifically about, like, you know, uh, the, the sacrifices people have made, what built our country, what went into creating the Constitution, what went into creating into uh, to basically putting the amendments and the Bill of Rights on there, what get us to declaration of independence, you know, the, the what we fought for during the Civil War, what we fought for in other wars, and what really helped to build the ground of which we stand on today as a country and that, by the way, is actually being eroded away in a matter of a little over a year by um, that the the moron sitting in our in our White House. I respect the presidency. I do not respect Mr. Biden because Mr. Biden lost his his right for me to be called the president when he left Americans behind. After two hundred and some odd years, we had never left an American behind on any sort of issue like that. We fought hard. We lost soldiers. We people laid down their lives, sacrificed, them, sacrificed themselves to <clears throat> to make sure that they came home. We have something called the Tomb of an Unknown Soldier sitting over in, Ar- uh, in Arlington that's in that area in Washington that people march on because there's a sense of respect um, and uh, a sense of respect and a sense of dignity that comes with that. But when he left those uh, those Americans behind, that basically just said, fuck you to all of their sacrifice. So, um... But you know, uh it's something that's passionate to me. Something that uh, you know, I fought for. You know, I lost friends for. I lost friends in during the uh during the time I spent in Afghanistan, friends that went back over, friends that came back not the same. I mean, hell, I carry some PTSD scars myself. But um we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. So but first what we should really should be talking about is uh, some absolutely amazing places to eat pizza here, right here in Estacada. We have a place called Hitchen Post Pizza. They are great uh, supporters right here of uh, Backwood Brothers and um, an am- owned by amazing, amazing, amazing couple that just love their country, love their t- their their town, and fight to keep it. Small town, fight to keep it. Uh, America is America. Don't Portland or Estacada. I mean it's. They just they just they work hard and they've been here for a very long time and they make this amazing stuff. If you ever want to challenge, go for that dill pizza down there. That there is hitch and post pizza. So just take a minute and take a look at what we got for them. Oh hey guys, I'm sorry. I mean I was, reading. that's good. Hey, uh, so uh, oh man, wow, we got a lot of stuff. This came in. Ban. Uh, let's see. Uh, when Jerry won't answer the question. Okay. I think I'm missing part of that comment. Um. I I need more context to that because I think I'm missing part of that comment there. Uh, anyways, Esticator is very diverse. I think the DEIC was uh, was reaction to the BLism BLism. <laughs> threats. I think I was supposed to see the BLM threats. Um, it was very reactionary. And that's the one thing you should, ne- you should never do as a leadership in a city is be reactionary. I mean, yes, you need to be responsive. Don't be reactionary. Reaction means that you jump into something without a whole lot of thought and purpose. Responsive means that you take into consideration of what's going on. You plan, you consider, and you put it into play. But I think um, we, there was a decided- Throw this thing out there and say, Oh, look, we need this because Saul mistook some comments online that was said and ran with them. And because there's a whole story no one wanted to listen to, but that's fine. Um, you know, people can do what they want to do, it is a free country, which we'll talk a little more about today. Uh, so the um, but yeah, it was definitely a BLM response. I'm reading them. <laughs> Found patri- foundational patriotism goes to the standing and foundational doc- and the founding documents uh yes I, I you're very much right foundational patriotism does go uh to the standing and the foundational documents such as the uh the i said constitution which is that one <laughs> there easy to see the the constitution which goes into the um into our declaration of independence um it's what helped form the amendments that we have on there which identify our Core rights, give it granted from God, which the Constitution does limit the, the power that the uh, that the government has, which they seem to think it grants us our rights. But instead, we're granted rights under God, and it's saying you don't have all the other rights. All the other rights not listed in the Constitution are inherently ours. So, but we'll get well again. Something we'll talk to you soon soon enough. Uh, someone said U.S. Constitution is what it means. Patriotism is those uh, willing to defend America. And all she stands for, defending our freedoms, damn straight. How about uh, it's more just in defending our freedoms? How about uh, establishing establishing a point in history where we said, "Hey, we're not just going to defend our freedoms; but we're declaring the freedoms granted to us by God, and then we will defend those with our life." Because that was what it was when we made the Declaration of Independence. It was an establishment, in a period of time, and for and for a people that says. We know the rights granted to us under God and we are going to protect those rights and you have no right to trespass on those. So, and that's what the Document of Declaration of Independence basically said, you know, with other things included. But it basically said, fuck you, to the Queen of England. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see. Uh, on the bright side, the evils the man did they that they tried to hide is now coming to light only two and a half years too late. But still... Yeah, that's the thing about the uh, you know, U.S. government. A no little late, I guess, better late than never, right? I don't know, whatever. Maybe not, because I have a feeling if that stuff would have come out when it should have, instead of the biased media trying to hide it like they do, it might have changed a few people's opinions. Which, by the way, the big chunk of those who may or may have voted for uh, Biden, I bet you're pretty kicking themselves now a little bit. $5 a, for a gallon of gas from $2. Enjoy that um uh i've been to the uh, monument and watched the entire changing of the guard yep so you understand the if you've been there you understand the the order the respect the discipline the process what all that goes behind and the honor that it is to be one of those honor guard they call it honor guard for a reason but to be one of those soldiers that walks and protects and defends that and they tell every soldier is brought home doesn't have so much for meeting right now, does it? Because we have, a, we have a commander-in-chief, as they so call him, that's basically ran from a fight that we didn't have to run from, costing <sighs> soldiers 13 lives uselessly after going a year and a half without any loss of life. And, and one of the most uh, the large one of the most uh, not the one of the most worstly executed withdrawals in history, by the way, even worse than the one from Vietnam, by the way, which he said it wouldn't be like that, and yet I think they almost took a damn near the same picture, trying to escape off the roof of a of the embassy. So, anyways, um, so uh, let's see, we still have the boots on the ground in Afghanistan, but but because they are not combat troops the media claims all combat troops are out yeah uh we don't ha- <laughs> we we have uh we had people that were no longer in the military go and extract people out and by the way some people say well we got all our US citizens out eventually no we, we still people there and we also have those who we who did stuff for us that we promised things to which apparently promising stuff to other people in other countries is, isn't, we don't stand by that again, because Biden, you know, with Ukraine, we said, hey, you know, we promised to protect you and take care of some things for you if you do X. Um, well, they did X and then we basically left them hanging. Um, so uh, for me, it means freedom to choose, exclude racism, and upload the constitutions. I think he meant to say uphold the constitutions. The amendment's the amendments, right. He is no one's president. He is a con artist and a puppet. He is not a real president. Well, that's the words they say there. Biden is a puppet. Oh, yep, yep, there you go. Why don't you, why don't you pop up that more on the screen? Okay. That's not it. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> yes, yes. Shits and giggles, the world's greatest clown act. Welcome to Clown Show, formerly known as the United States. But yeah. well, you know what? We say that we make the joke about it, but in the end, I still support and defend that Constitution, and I'd still gladly give my life to defend her today, because that is something I believe in. That's something I fought for. My friends laid their lives down for, and laid pieces of their lives down for. Came back missing items, physically and mentally. Even today, though, that's still something we happen today in the most recent war. I mean. We have people that, that support and defend our Constitution today because they believe in it. They believe what it stands for. They swore an oath to uphold it. You know, st- oaths still mean something to, to somebody today. You know, you get these jackasses up on... you know, That's, that's from all sides. That's from both Republicans. That's from Democrats. That's from... everybody. These jackasses up on Capitol Hill that can't, you know, take five minutes to figure out a solution and come to the common ground to work together. Instead... They'll do anything they can. For example, I just read that they're trying to to get the new uh, the new you know interview this new potential uh, judge, and the Democrats delivered the documents of some of our previous cases and stuff to them. Hours and hours later, so the di- the Democrats had it in time to for this for this first set of interviews, but they didn't. But the Republicans didn't get. No one got any of it until it was dinner time, like eleven hours in. I mean, why is nobody being held accountable for that? Somebody needs to be fired, and you know what? I think you should be able to fire with that a, uh, a a Come sitting on. congressman. I mean, yeah, you can go through the you can go through the the whole process of a recall election and stuff like that if you, you know, if you want to go through all that. But I think it should be other ways. If they're going to show ethical, like downright openly ethical issues, like not delivering stuff. For it's an equal um, bipartisan approach to come to something, then damn well, fire somebody for it. Charge them with a crime or something. There should be something that could be done for this because you say you want equality and everything else on the left side, but you can't even play fair at the table. How about get your head out of your ass and try doing something that meets in the middle so therefore you can, you can actually try to come to some bipartisan agreement. But instead, all, you, all the either side wants is their own way so they can't find that middle ground. They're not there to represent yourself and your damn party. You're there to represent the people of the United States. And that means as many people as you can, the majority. And the majority doesn't always encompass one side of the aisle. Majority of people want lower gas prices. Open up the damn pipeline. Is that so hard to do? Anyways. Hey, broski, looking good. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I'm a sexy beast. And I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Okay, I, should, I shouldn't dance. Um, in God We oh, Trust, Lord. it's written right there on our bills. I would show you, but I don't have any bills. My wife has them all. So. Uh, went to a funeral in Arlington. Listened to Tau's echo. Then the Tome of the Unknown. It was life-altering. Yeah, maybe one day I'll get a chance to go there and uh, and see that. Um, hopefully not to visit Arlington permanently. But, um... The, one day I'll get a chance to go and I'll get a chance to see all that. And that's on my bucket list. So, sideshow Joe. <laughs> yeah. We have too many youth and politicians who never lost anyone to war. I think it's a, uh, they think it's a video game. Yeah. I can tell you one thing. Any jackass that has never been to war but has an opinion on it should really should keep their opinions to themselves, honestly. So until you have a bullet fly by your head, until you're treating someone who's, arms and their legs and blown off until you have someone that you've known, you know, for years and you, and you look up to crying to you because they just thought they killed their entire team because they're the ones that were driving when they hit an IED. Oh yeah, and by the same time, not worrying about the fact that they'll probably never walk again and about to lose their leg. But they're more worried about their team because it's about your brother next to you. Until you've seen shit like that, how about you shut your damn mouth? And say thank you to those who actually sacrificed and did it. Oh, yeah, it's a free country and all that. You're welcome. How about say thank you to the person that gave you the ability to sit there and say shit and stomp on a fucking flag that they gave their life or a piece of their life for? That flag means something. That's why we wear it on our shoulders. Shoulders. Backwards. The flag, if you ever seen it on someone's shoulder, you ever wonder why it looks backwards? And you go, oh man, that flag's supposed to be the other way around. That's the way it sits up there, right? It stars on the left and stripes this way. You know why it's sitting backwards on your shoulder? Because if you're ever charging forward. If it's if you're running backwards, it's the other way. But if you're ever moving forward towards the enemy, towards the threat, it's that's the way it, it should be flying. A soldier understands the risks. And I mean, granted, there's always the outliers, but I'm not talking about that. I'm saying the, the majority of the soldiers who join. I wanted to join the military since I was a kid because I believed in the country. Still do. Many of the guys I've served with, most of them join because they believe in something and they want to fight for that. They want to have they have the honor of serving their country. And then they come home and they see what a debacle these jackasses sitting up in Congress and making of it. Or that moron in the White House. The stomping on everything they just spent a year and a half, maybe longer, away from their families, taking wounds, seen un- and unseen, just give you the freedoms to sleep peacefully at night. To try to keep the enemy at bay. You don't keep the enemy at bay at your door. You keep the enemy at bay Across town. Because you don't bring them to your last line of defense. You take the problem, you solve it where it's at. Portland doesn't understand that. They say, fuck it. They're just going to let everybody run down and burn the damn buildings down whenever they want. But the reality of what you do is you fight the battle away from you so the people that you're protecting are safe and don't have to see the horrors of what happens. Like they did on September 11th, 2001. When 5,000 American people were killed. <laughs> I rounded up, I know this is exact amount, so give me the net real numbers if you want. But. Uh, let's see. We have too many youth and politicians who have never, I already said that, lost, you know, war. Sounds like a rant I had not, I had not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think a lot of us have the, the same rant. I just usually try to keep it more controlled, but I don't have someone here to, to keep me under control. Uh, Tony, you're my uh, you're my limiter. Not in a good not in a bad way. I mean in a good way. You you, you don't let me rant, but now you're not here to stop me. <laughs> Hope you're feeling uh, feeling better, buddy. And um, he's got a procedure. We say a prayer for him. Right, I'm hoping everything comes out okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, Congress fought to deny elderly and disabled from getting 6% COLA, cost of living allowance. But guess gave himself a 21% raise this week. By, by the way, guys, um, in my opinion, I think that the Congress uh, need to never be able to give themselves a raise. That raise needs to come by a vote of the American people. How would you love that? So, you know, instead of going, hey, you know, guys, I want to give myself a giant raising money so i can uh you know because i want to and i can say i can you know but uh you know i want the people that i actually work for to tell me that imagine if you could go to your boss and say you know what i'm giving myself a 20 percent raise and Ain't nothing you could do about it my boss would say get the fuck out of here that's what i could do about it but um or they just wouldn't pay you. <laughs> uh, the, But here Congresses can give themselves a raise. Oh, it has to be voted through Congress. Like, yeah, you, no one's going to say no to that shit. But, you know, I think that right there. If you want to see a politician that makes it to Congress. I want to see someone put it on the docket for the American people to vote for. Where... Because that's my that's I believe. Is the, it, the, everything that can and should go to the American people should go to the American people. But it's something to vote for in a law that says if Congress can't give themselves the raise, it has to go to the vote of the people. Because you know why they don't do that? They is they know that it's going to be said no to. And the reason they're going to say no to it is because they're they not getting a raise and they're not seeing the work being done. You don't get a raise unless you do the job. I don't care if you spend 40, uh, 40 hours a day course not 40 hours a day 24 hours a day seven days a week busting your ass doing everything you can i don't care if you're not getting the job done but by the way you don't do that just you know they they, they take massive amounts of time off oh butterflies butterfly, butterfly. Okay. i always get backwards it's up here <laughs> anyways um squirrel that's a squirrel moment there anyway let's see what else we got people saying here i do got some more specific stuff to say i'm not just going on a rant i promise or maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Go volunteer to help lay wreaths on graves at Christmas. You would find healing and peace by the end of the day. Beautiful, heartbreaking. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Sometimes it's as simple. You could just take this the, the minute to just put a flag up on a veteran holiday. Maybe think of veteran on a veteran holiday. And a lot of people do that. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying... You guys don't do that. I'm sure most of you guys here watch the show actually do that. You probably put up a flag and think a veteran and you know something invite a veteran a meal, something like that. That's that's cool. And I appreciate that. You know, me as a veteran, I don't need that. I'm not saying you need to do something like that for me. And I don't think any veteran out there is really gonna be asking for that. Most veterans, especially ones who've seen war, kind of keep it to themselves. But I'm telling you, it's something that they appreciate when it does happen because this happened to me and I appreciate it. I appreciate the thank yous and things like that. But I'm not gonna seek it, but I'm gonna speak out for them. So uh I someone says exactly. I'm not sure which point I was babbling about that I said exactly too. Ex- oh exactly. They have no room to talk, no experience of military lifestyle, and have fought in the military. Those people need to stick uh boot up their asses. Yeah. I think honestly, I think it is this time for a serious change in that portion of the government. I think it's time for them to step out and have term limits and bring some new people in with that are ready to do you know, make a change and actually care about the people that they serve and will listen to them and seek that information. So even though it's legal, don't ever burn an American American flag in um in front of me. Yeah, because the first thing gonna do is I'm going to put it out, and then I'm probably going to put you out. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't say that openly. They shouldn't get a raise. One and done. New blood in. Yep. Close fist rubbed together with a manacle laughter. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how I'm picturing when you say that. That's kind of creepy. I kind of scared myself there. Um... How many Americans used today would stand up and fight for their country, and how many are too soft? I guarantee they would stand stand fight for the country in a video game. Oh, wow. <laughs> an image for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people, you know, you get these. Um, I saw it once in a video uh, in a movie or no show TV show. I was watching and there's this guy it was a one of these guys was a was a veteran and i think he's supposed to be a spy in the movie or something like that and he's supposed to be training this other guy uh who is uh basically never served or anything else and he's trying to teach him how to, sh- to shoot a gun the, the guy the guy's never served picks up the uh we'll call him the little guy the little guy picks up the uh the weapon and he's like oh this is a m9 beretta you know this many rounds and et cetera." and kind of rattles off some stuff about it he he you know slops the magazine cocks everything else and they uh the other guy's looking, Willy, really? Oh, you know your stuff. That's pretty good. You know, whatever. And this guy gets up there and he he takes aim, pulls his trigger, and the weapon goes flying behind him. The other guy catches it, and that's what I picture when when today when when a youth would try to um, serve or try to go to battle. Like, oh, I got this, man! I I rock up two hundred kills every time I get on there and play, and I can dodge it, and I don't ever I don't ever die or whatever else, and I can med myself and. You know, I play rest and you met yourself, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm good, I'm good at this, I'm top notch. It wouldn't last five minutes because a real soldier what a real soldier does is they train over and over and over and over and over, and then they train again. Rain, hail, sleet, snow, you're training, training, training. And the reason why you're constantly training is because when that bullet flies, all cognitive, reasonable thought leaves your brain. And it all comes down to the core training that you have. You, it's response. It's reactionary. You hear that pop off. You hit the ground immensely. And you you identify the direction of the fire. You get up and you move to cover. That's what you do. And then you put down suppressive fire. Once you, you have identified where it's coming from, sometimes it varies based upon the situation. If you're in a vehicle, obviously you're not going to jump at the ground. You know, you identify a source of fire. And then you once you know the direction of fire, then you... You may uh, dismount, move to cover, and then you know, lay down suppressive fire or whatever it is, and as you drive through the kill zone. It's it's there's a million different things, situations. But that's where you train for all those. So when that situation kicks up, it's not going, okay, this is what I do, I do some training. Where's my manual? No, you just do it, you react. Um so and it's the same with like medical. When someone is, you know, gasping for air because they've they've had a solid impact to their chest. You don't want to start to be thinking about all the things that could be wrong, but at the same time you do. It's got a process to your mind. You got to recognize instantly the signs and know that you need to do chest uh, chest needle decompression because potentially you have a pneumothorax because they had pressure on the chest. You can look out and you can see do they have flail chest and all the other things you learn as your medic. That was what I did was a medic. Um, and you train over and over again so that you instantly start seeing those signs, you know, and you you know you can know. Oh, I see tracheal deviation. They're gasping for getting harder and harder to breathe. You know they. They their lung their chest starting to fill, you know. That's the different things you can think of. Do they have an exit wound? Do they uh, do they have a single entry wound? I mean, these are all different things you can you you take into instant consideration when someone's been shot or stabbed or punctured or had like I said, imp heavy impacts to their chest. All these different things that that run through your head, and you have to do it while you you're potentially under fire, and under great amount of stress. And it could be more than one patient. And so if you don't constantly train, then you know. It could cost them their life. Anyways, those are things I that I don't believe that uh, many youth today can do because they can't keep their attention on something for more than the ten seconds. Our average video gets viewed from anywhere from fifteen to thirty six seconds. You know, that tells me that the person looking at the video has an attention span of fifteen to thirty six seconds. They can't go further on some of those videos to look. You know, we have a lot of view time overall for our stuff, but there means there's a lot of scanners too. And that means that the attention span of people is going down quickly. And so if you ask me my question, to answer your question about the youth, I think there'd be some serious problems in that area. And it's getting worse and worse, I think. Uh, let's see. Unfortunately, I don't trust either party. Look at how Crenshaw has lost money and power. let money and power go to his head. Yeah, I haven't heard anything in new recent updates to that, but um, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, let's the absolute power. Perhaps absolutely. Um, I mean... It's from a, you can go from local level all the way up. I mean, you, if you don't have solid morals and values, and the most important thing too, I think is to write people in your ear on a consistent basis, it can go wrong. And you have to be, have enough, you have to have enough inner morality, inner um, kind of center point and foundation in order to check yourself when there's an issue. You need to be able to check yourself against those morals and say, something's not right here sometimes you have to ask other people hey what's going on here you know and you need to you need to rely on those people to tell you what's going on uh unfortunately i don't i heard one person say light it and you wear it. well still burn it that's one way to say it so okay so let's see let me go to my notes here guys because i i, I like i said i did have some things to say but um you know, one thing that really got me, one thing that really burned me the most was I heard recently was how someone was trying to say that the flag is a symbol of white nationalism. You may have seen a post on our on our Facebook recently about that. And um wow. Yeah, it uh that really pissed me off because it's not a symbol of white nationalism. It's a it's a symbol of the sacrifice and the people who laid on their lives and the country that we built and the freedoms that we have. And we're unlike no other nation in the entire world, the way our our government, our democracy is organized. We're like no one else in the entire world. We have a foundation that has been set in order to try to protect our freedoms, but it still requires the people that that are in that country, that are under that constitution, to exert those rights. While there's some First Amendment auditors and things I don't agree with because some of them are just assholes and trying to look for ways to sue and cause money, at the same time, I agree with some of the ideas and concepts they're trying to do, agrees and agree with some of the concepts they're trying to do because they're trying to identify and stand behind the rights that the constitution guarantees that are so quickly eroding and fading away we are given those rights and it's our job it's actually requirement of a citizen it's on the citizenship test but it's requirement of a citizen to support and defend the constitution and what that means is support and defend those those rights now it's getting cold again Funny how it shifts in here. But, you know, I have a, I have a foundation to stand on here to, to talk about this. I mean, and I appreciate you guys taking your time to listen to me talk about all this. And every week you guys come back and man, this chair is really messed me. up. You know, I we, we built the studio. We put a lot of things together. We put a lot of time into trying to get into, to grow this, guys. And we appreciate all your support so much coming back and joining with us in the conversation. If you guys weren't here, we wouldn't, you would you would have anything to say? I mean, uh, it's because of the flag that people no longer uh, are no longer slaves. The flag brought rights. Yes, it, that's part of what it did. Yes, it did. But it's because you guys are here that we are here, and I thank you for that. And you know, we get supported by sponsors, and that helps a little bit. But we also get supported by you guys, and like I said, I have a platform to, to put that out on. But sometimes nobody has the same type of platform as you You got Facebook and things like that. But sometimes there's better ways to, there's other ways to get that information out. And sometimes it's make a banner or a sign, put that out. You have a household, put it out there. Let everybody know what you think. Let your neighbors know what you think. Stand by it, put that flag out. But you know, if you, sometimes you want to make that banner or that sign, you have something you really want to say, you got to go to a good solid company that can make those banners and signs. And we actually have one of the supports us really well. is the Whitney Signs. They support us very, very well. They um, they always stand behind us. They I know that they listen to the show. We get all our stickers and our signs and everything else from them. Um, and I just really appreciate them. And including one of the owners is usually uh, someone who comes. You've seen on the show a bunch of times here. That's uh, Sean Drinkwine. But also Mary Whitney is also one of the owners. And she works so hard. They work so hard for it. And they, they just... It's a, they just do such great, great, amazing work. Let's take a minute and look at one of their their commercials. So a comment just popped up here. By the way, I love the very end of that. That was a lot of fun filming that. By the way, if you have a business and you want a chance to support uh, Backwards Brothers, or you know a business that would that would benefit from you know being on Backwards Brothers, we do. Like we can go out, we can make we make those videos as part of a package that we have, and then we put them on here every week, uh, as you see. We are looking for sponsors. We have spots open. Um, and so if you have a business and you're interested in supporting Backwards Brothers by getting your business advertised, we'll make you a nice 30 second commercial, come out and film it with you. We write the script if you want, or if you have one you want to give to us, we can also use that as well. And then we get a chance to advertise right here and then we push it out and we're constantly talking about you. If You watch the show, you know what we're talking about. And you don't have to be local too. You can be, if you're over in Florida, Texas, Alaska, we know we have a lot of viewers up in those areas too, so, um... They need to take a look at the demographic of our military. I see Americans serving with all skin colors and religions. What came from all of uh that came from all over the world. The flag represents all of us. Period. Yes, it does. And you know, I want to be very clear too. The the we talk a lot about the military and the sacrifice they make too. It's not just the military. That flag is something that means something and, and to not only law enforcement, firefighters. Uh, people who like you know serving like first responders like medical and things like that uh, you'll see a lot of them they have a flag on their shoulder because it means something to them it's a symbol to them and they 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 swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution technically by being a citizen you kind of have the same thing but they swore an oath to it and that means something to them and so it's not just them they sacrifice on a daily basis themselves They have the same type of scars, and sometimes they don't get to come home. So let's not forget them when I'm talking about this too. And that that goes all the way back, all the way back. Um, Mary is so awesome. Yes, I agree. She is absolutely awesome. So she does such a great work. Uh, American Legion post, Boy Scout clubs, and the veterans of foreign wars often hold flag retirement ceremonies in which – Old American flag are disposed of in a dignified manner. While most of these organizations will retire your flag for free, it rec- it's recommended you make a small cash donation to show your support. Yep, it does help. It's the way they, they can raise some money, but they take the time to properly retire those. And I mean, there's a reason why that those traditions and the and those processes and why the flag has stood for so long, because there is a breadth of people that stand by and I mean not only physically, but I mean metaphorically as well, stand behind to uphold that flag and defend it. And when you stomp on that flag, you're basically... Exactly. When you treat a flag like that, you're basically declaring war on those people. And when you declare war, you probably shouldn't be in the country. If you don't like it, leave. People say, oh... Well, the flag's part of uh, white nationalism. Bullshit. There's been more races fought for that flag over the course of 220 years. 20... I'm not doing the math right now. It's like somewhere. <laughs> let me see. Do the math for me. Let me know what it is. I think like 240 years. 240 years? Somewhere in there. Anyways. Um, but the... There are people that, from all nationalities including former slaves, who had, even as a former slave, they had so much pride and love for their country that they went, they were freed, and then they went and served in the military to fight and defend that cause and that country. Today, those children, and I don't care what age, it's a childish act, those children who stomp on that flag. Oh, it may be protected speech. I think it should be a crime. And actually, in some cases, it is a crime if you're, the state so deems it. But that those children have no idea, no clue what they're talking about. Just like when a child tries to tell you that they know better and you, as a parent, go—you <laughs> have no clue. The same thing comes when those guys are stomping on that flag because they don't understand white nationalism. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's been a lot of white people in the military, but there's black, Asian, um, Hispanic—I'm uh, sure I'm missing some. There's, you know, if you want to go into different lands, you got Irish. The Irish used to come over, literally get off the boat, go over, and get some get some uh, food, and then go over and sign a uh, an agreement to get citizenship by going back and serving the military. They wanted to be a citizen of the U.S. so bad that they would that they would come over and, and they'd go right back into, the, into service and do it for the family too because they wanted to be a citizen so bad and they believed in that country. Let talk about, you know, like I said, the slaves. You know, like uh, Crispus Attucks, who many historians, uh, historians credit as the first man to die for the rebellion, became a symbol of the black American patriotism and sacrifice. Yeah, he was uh, burying the American, uh, American Revolution. Black man fought to bring this country independently. So. Salem Poor began the life as a Massachusetts slave and ended in a, uh, as an American hero. Born into bondage in the late 19, uh, say 1740s, he purchased his own freedom two decades later for 27 pounds. They call a few thousand dollars today, soon after uh, Poor joined to fight for independence. The guy bought his freedom. He could have gone anywhere. But instead he busted his ass for a long time, by the way. It takes a long time to earn that type of money. And he earned his freedom. And then he went and fought for the country. When you stomp on those flags and you disrespect the Constitution and everything that it stands for, that's the type of people you disrespect. (gasps) People like that. And you say, oh, it's white nationalism. You are kicking that guy in the the gonads he's not white and there are so many stories like this I found these stories five minutes on the internet you can go find tons more yourself don't take my word for it look it up yourself fucking white nationalism you kidding me someone says I agree 246 years uh, almost thank you so much I I knew it was up there a little ways I knew 220 was wrong when I said it but uh, that's why I asked for specifics uh, if the American flags are so racist, why is it that the, every school in the United States pledged to the American flags? Those who fought, how many refugees come here for freedom? Exactly. People that the, I, I almost guarantee you every one of those people that are saying that, I mean, of course, outliers, etc. Almost every one of those people that are stomping on that flag probably never stepped foot out of this country, into a third world country. Probably didn't serve in the military. Probably had, didn't, want, didn't come here from a refugee side. They don't understand, and yeah, you may find one or two out there, but you know that's the outliers. You may get a couple people and let them speak their opinion, whatever. I don't care, but most of the people don't know. I've ser- I've been to Afghanistan and I've seen what real racism is. Hell, I lived in Mexico for six months of my life when I was younger. I was, uh, I had racism down there. I was called gringo every day. I used to get chased by some of the kids down there because I was white racism exists all across the world today even slavery exists across the world sex slavery people are kidnapped and sold into sex slavery every day but you don't see people whining and crying about that very much you get a small group out there but it doesn't make the news oh but someone's Wrongly arrested because you're black, or you get some more who committed a crime like you know, faking a hate crime, and then get sentenced to five months in jail for committing a crime, which by the way caused a lot of damage and everything else. I think he should have got five years. He gets five months, he's whining, Oh, it's a hate crime, oh because I'm black. How about we put some information up there about the sex trade? How about the media actually has some accountability? To the people that they're supposed to be reporting to. Oh, wait, I forgot. That one way with Obama. But, hey, how about to get some accountability on them and, and get them to report on things that matter the most, like, again, sex slavery. The crap they're putting in our schools. Trying to critical race theory, which, by the way, is one of the most racist things I've seen in my lifetime. Critical race theory. Trying to elevate. Anytime you try to elevate one race above the other for anything at all, that is racist. Critical race theory, at its core, is racist. If critical race theory said, oh, all races are critical, all races should be equal, and all races should have equal rights and equitable actions, then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But no, they try to raise anybody else above one race. I don't care if you raise five races equally above one race. The minute you leave one race behind, it's racist. I've never seen such a hypocritical statement. And the whole point is, racism is simply a tool that the Marxist community is using to try to tear down and have control over our community. They are manipulating people. The minute you let someone else's thoughts take over your thoughts and you don't have the critical capability to develop your own, you have become a slave to that person's thoughts and those person's opinions. Form your own thoughts and then you have control over that. If you still come to the same conclusion after putting your own thoughts, fine, at least you own your thoughts. That means you've done your research and you thought about it. You answered your question by getting the information yourself, rather than going, "Hey, tell me what I tell me what you think." Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. American Legion Post 74 has a flag exchange program in town. We will bring you a new flag and retire your old one. That's from uh, that's from Jim. Uh, Jim, if you got some information that we can post on the website, please let us know. We'll throw that up on there. One hundred thousand formerly uh, formerly enslaved Americans joined the Union Army to fight in the Civil War. I rest my case. Young men are still being kidnapped and sold uh, to slavery in Africa. Yep, in Africa, and it still happens today. Hell, it happens down in uh, South America even. If you if you are part of a tribe, and another tribe doesn't like you, and that tribe is bigger, they might come and wipe out your entire tribe. It's called genocide. Oh, yeah, by the way, genocide is racist. A racist act. So, it doesn't matter if you have the same skin color. Uh, He barely stayed three days in jail and out. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Disgusting. I say. When someone who has been convicted of a crime, short of going on through the process of an appeal and being released, so if a when a district attorney chooses to not give them the, the tries to fight for them not to give the sentence or whatever else, that district attorney should serve the sentence instead. You want you believe so strongly that, that person should not be in jail, then be willing to stand in the gap and take that sentence for him. Guarantee so many people they were just released on, you know, oh we're not gonna charge him, or whatever else. Let the courts and the people decide. Stop playing God. Uh, actual six in protected custody because he is... Uh, actu- uh, actual six in protected custody because he is privileged. Uh, shouldn't leave any race out. We are all Americans and humans. They should fa- for uh, they should force their racist bullshit on anyone. They shouldn't force, I think is what I meant to say. And I hate the word indigenous. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder what the actual definition of indigenous is. I'm going on my notes, guys. I can tell you about some more, um, you know, heroes from the previous during Fighting for a Country, but, you know, let's just jump forward a little bit. How about uh, Lawrence Joll? Um, he was part of a battle on November 8th. There's actually a song about him by Beg and Rich. Um, but he was one of the first living black men to receive the Medal of Honor for... He was a medic. Probably. Woohoo, medic! Um, for saving lots of lives. Black men win the uh, Medal of Honor. Because they understood. This flag... This flag means something. This country means something. This Constitution... It's always the wrong shoulder. This Constitution means something. The truth is simple; it always has been. That's the core truth. Only deception and falsehood is is complicated. The foundation of our country is equally as simple. It's freedom, and those freedoms are paved and secured by the bricks and mortar of the lives of the patriots who paid the price before us. That really is the basic truth of our entire country. You want to put what that foundation is, it's freedom. It really is. That's what it is. It's freedom. That is the simplistic term, box, case shut, no other argument. Freedom. And those aren't freedoms that are granted to us by a constitution. Those are the freedoms that are protected. That we already inherently have to limit the government's power and says, hey, here's, the con- here's the freedoms that are granted to us by God that we're going to outline here. But anything not laid in here isn't, doesn't mean you don't have freedom. It means that, by looking at the Ninth Amendment for that one, says anything that's not listed in here is already granted to the people. The Oregon State Constitution closely mirrors this and, in fact, adds a little bit extra. You know every state has its own constitution, right? A lot of them say the same things, protecting those core freedoms. Emily uh, Ariana Warren was arrested Thursday night for trespassing and desecrating the Tennessee state flag and the American flag at Red Clay State Park. She was charged with desecration of a flag, two counts, vandalism, and criminal trespassing. She was stomping on the flag and causing problems, and so Tennessee said, fuck you, I'm going to jail. Thank you, Tennessee. I wish that more states would step up and uh, uphold the constitutional declaration to that constitution. I wish that public officials wouldn't be so damn scared to, to do their job. Nothing against them. I would be. I'd be probably the same way. I'd be scared to do anything because hell, you do anything these days, someone says, "Oh, racism, bias," and they sue. Should cost you a chunk of money to sue these days. I mean, people do less? Another uh, group that uh, served to protect our freedom: World War One, windtalkers. Was it World War Two? I know you history buffs are out there. I mean, I, I forget if it, was, if it was World War II. I get it mixed up. I think it's actually World War II. I don't say it's World War II. No, no, no. D-Day. It was World War II. Yep, it was. World War II wind Talkers. So. Watch him put them against some, some uh, history buffs and be like, No, you're wrong. And that's fine. I'm, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. I'm rather proud of my native ancestry, He says. That's a, that's a quote. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, I I am, uh, I think I'm like eighth, one-eighth Indian? I don't know if that's from Mom, she knows more about it. Racism has lost all meaning now. Yeah, it has. There's a, um, there's a quote here I absolutely love. I'm gonna read it to you guys. Um, It's from Chief Tech Moose, I'm thinking gonna butcher I'm sorry. He spoke a long time ago. Chief Tecumusa. Tek- so, um, it was in a movie at one point, but I looked it up. It's a real guy. Real quote. So, so live your life that fear of death can never end to your heart. Trouble no one about their religion. Respect others in their view. And demand that they respect yours. Love your life. Perfect your life. Beautify, beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life a love song and its purpose uh, and its purpose and service to your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you go when you go over the great divide. Always give a word or a sign of salute when meeting or passing a friend, even a stranger. When in a lonely place, or even a stranger when in a lonely place, show respect to all people and grovel to none. When you rise in the morning. Give thanks to the, for the food and joy of living. If you see no reason for giving thanks, the fault lies only in yourself. Abuse no, uh, no one and no thing. For abuse turns the wise ones to fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes to your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death, so that they, so when their time comes they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero, giving, uh, going home. That's from Chief Teca, Tecumseh. Tecum, tecumseh. 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 Ha! Thank you. i <laughs> that a thousand times. And our producer, my wife, gets it right the first time. Shouldn't admit that. Now she's gonna go back and say, hey, look, you said I was right. But yeah, that, um,. Man, that that poem gets me when I hear it. I I just absolutely love it. The part here says, love your life, perfect your life, beautify beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and in purpose in the service to to the, sorry. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. There's a million ways you can serve your neighbors. Knocking on the door and checking on them occasionally see how things are going. Bring them dinner occasionally. Wave at them on the street. Mow if you have the building, mow their yard for them. If they need help, be there for them. That's what community is. The Native Americans understood that. Small communities understand that. There's a group of people out there who understand it. It's not a... That's not a concept that's core alone just to those who follow Christ though it's a big purpose of it, God says to be his hands and feet but it's a common community thing it matters when I think about the condition of our country it it pisses me off when the things that people do To drive down our country the way they do. To stomp on those flags, to tear it apart, to speak ill will. It's their country. Have some pride in your country. And if you don't like the way it is, do something to change it. Don't sit there and bitch about it. Do something to change it. If you don't like the way it is, get pissed off. Be a patriot yourself. And fight for the things that you want to see in your country. Bitching does nothing. That's a whining way to do it. And sometimes you just need to let people know when you're pissed off. And honestly, there's no better way than I'd say some merchandise that says Pissed Off Patriot. Mm. (laughs) We happen to have some of that. (laughs) You can get some Pissed Off Patriot stuff. It says, hey, I'm a Pissed Off Patriot. Check this out. Some of you guys are enjoying me talking tonight by myself. How am I doing guys? Am I keeping you entertained? Uh Tony sent a comment in and says uh That's awesome, good wisdom. He also says community leaves not room for the for the Community leaves not room for the race or race. So I'm not sure what no means. <laughs> Missed having Tony here. <laughs> he's he's such a he's just such an awesome co-host. Nothing but love for you, buddy. Looking forward when you come back. And uh someone said self selflessness, not selfishness. Did I miss something in there? Yes, selflessness, not selfishness. Okay, taking care of the community. Gotcha. But guys, I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, I'm not the only one that has something to say about this. I do know Tony doesn't, so I've been trying not to to still a thunder coming up for next week. And you think that I that you know the foundation pieces here have a lot to say. There's a lot to say next next week when Tony's on. He's been real passionate about some stuff and you know I think he's spot on about some of the things he's saying. So yeah, you got a little peek of that last night. So but uh yeah, it's um man. Pray for our country, guys. Pray for our country. So help your neighbor. Try to if you don't know your neighbors, now's a good time to knock on that door. When, oh, when you're community, when you community, you leave no room for yourself. You know, we do something out here, uh, our family does, um, we try to do it every year. We have a, uh, block party. We just invite everybody to come over and just hang out. That's a big group to try to, Go on the street, you know. Usually do around Fourth of July or something. Maybe do some fireworks or something. Barbecue, hang out, just meet your neighbors. So we've met all the neighbors around us. You know, something goes on, we talk to them. They talk to us. Here's a challenge: how many how many people are on you do have you talked to? Like, I'm not talking about when you first moved in, three or four years ago, twenty years for some people. How many of you actually have gone and talked to your neighbors? How, when a new neighbor moves in, do you go knock on the door and say, introduce, "Introduce yourself." Say, "Hey, my name's Larry. I'll be the guy looking at you with the binoculars." So, no, just don't say I don't. You know, we have this—we have a larger community uh, connection through Facebook and social media these days. someone says they need some help. If you're able to help, help them. You know, someone's having a hard time. Don't just hit the uh and this is I'm guilty of. <laughs> don't just hit a button down below you know say something encouraging if you know them call them you know if they're having a hard time because they you know maybe they lost their job or they're sick. take them some food you know that's that's kind of the whole purpose of community right uh, jump in if someone needs help. Go out physically and talk to people. Don't stay online and be a keyboard warrior. Yeah. If you have something to say, go talk to the person. You know, say, hey, you know, I know we don't agree on something. Let's go out and have some coffee. Chit chat about it. Let's be civil about it. We've lost lost the concept of having a conversation. Freedom is what we built our foundation on. That's the foundation piece. That's the base that's the base, that's the bottom. And there's so much more to be built up on top of that. That they found the freedom didn't just come by people waking up one day and going, You know what would be nice? If I had freedom. No, they said they went through the suffering under dictators, monarchies, over taxation. Some shipped over here because they're you know, they were kidnapped from Foreign foreign lands shipped over here as slaves. Some are escaping. They need a fresh start. But it all comes down to that freedom piece. Freedom. What better way to defend it, defend that freedom piece, than being in service and showing your patriotism by serving the people around you, by upholding defending what's in that document right there. How many people have actually read the Constitution? I'm not talking about knowing a few Bill of Rights or the Amendments. Have you actually read through the Constitution? I mean, you went through it in school. But have you read it in the last 20 years? 10 years? 5 years? 30 years? How long has it been since you actually read the Constitution? How long has it been since you read the, the Declaration of Independence? Learned about the Bill of Rights? I don't want to talk about the crap you see online or whatever else. I'm talking take a minute and actually look look at it. Read it. Look it up online. You can do it in five minutes. You can look it up. You can read it and, and understand the whole thing in 30 minutes. You live in a country that's the greatest country in the world. We have something that no one else has. It's a sense of freedom. Every other country in the world. And people say all these other hundreds of month thing have freedoms. Yes, there's a lot of countries that do have freedoms. Canada was argued that they have lots of freedoms. Well, we saw how that went. And all they did is park trucks and asked to talk to their leaders. And now they, they had money shut down. They were taking their firearms from them. If you love something, protect it. You can't sit silent and watch things right away and one day think that you could step up and that it'd be done. Yes, yeah, there's a point to be patient, to watch and see what's going on. Don't let idleness and complacency cause you to watch the things you love erode away. And I'm not saying rise up and grab a gun and go cause problems. No, I'm saying get involved. Start by being part of the community. Be part of your local government. Be part of the solution, not the problem. Protect those freedoms. Protect that foundation. Show love to somebody. And I'm not talking about the oogie you feeling you, love you like you do with your, your wife or your kids. Love is simply something can be real simple, just being in service to another person. That's how you show love. And it doesn't have to become from a religious standpoint. That just has to come from a point of what you love your country, love who you are, and love for yourself. That's okay. You can love yourself. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You should love yourself. You should be happy with who you are, no matter who you are. I mean, I could go ahead and I could talk about this over and over and over again. The whole point I wanted to talk to you about is about to understand that our freedoms and our foundation of our country came from somewhere. And we need to know that and understand that. When I was a kid, there was an organization called Welcome Wagon. I'm reading a comment, by the way. <laughs> uh, when a new person or a family moved to town, they went to, the welcome, went to welcome them with a small house warming gifts and snack or food. A nice pie or cake, mmm, sounds good, etc. Along with local town information. Wish you still did that. That's a great idea. Maybe stop wishing. Let's do it. Why? Be the first one. Get that welcome wagon back together. I guarantee you, those people in the city that if you said, hey, you know, I want to be one to greet new people to the city. Let's, if we hear about new people coming in or whatever, let's have packages that we put together and we go take to them. You know, get a group and says Hi. Whole point of S.K.D. Community Watch was to rebuild that community. And while there was a big thing, oh, it's a racist community group, and all those other problems. No, we want to stand by our freedom, stand by our constitution, and stand by the fa- the foundation of what is our country, the community, and the basis of those freedoms. And I think they've shown that quite a bit. People getting together, they serve others. Just the other day, a group of, a group from E.C.W. was moving a washer and dryer for for someone because they randomly needed help. Service doesn't take a whole lot. It just takes a few minutes of your time. Stop being so closed up and start learning the community. It doesn't matter how big a town you're in. If you're not in that's great. If you're in another town, learn your neighbors. Start there, make a change, be the change. And really press that foundational freedom that has been paid for at such a heavy cost I'm not talking about a physical cost of money. Talk about the cost of blood. Losing a loved one. Have you ever lost a loved one, yeah. And you'd know. It's painful, it's hard. During the revolution, James Armistead's life changed drastically, from an enslaved person in Virginia to a double agent passing intel and misinformation. Between the two warning, between, between the two warning, uh, wearing sides. When Armistead joined the Patriots' efforts, they assigned him to infiltrate the enemy. That's probably one of the most dangerous jobs out there is to be a double agent. Or, not even a double, like, to go out and serve and be another side and to try to get that on there. It's very dangerous. And people did stuff like that. They went out and they fought for their neighbors. They fought for themselves. They fought for their family. They actually had to go and fought. They had to go into foreign areas and do these things. It shouldn't be too hard to go out and to share and protect and show your freedoms by simply knowing them and knowing them properly. Don't assume. Learn it. Take the time to learn your freedoms. What they actually mean. Protect those freedoms by when it comes time to vote, when it comes time to to stand on those freedoms, stand on them. But even more so, protect why they're there. And that's by loving your neighbor, being a good neighbor, being a good citizen, being a good community member. That's how you protect your freedoms. That's how you protect why they're there. That's how you show honor. And thanks for the sacrifice of those people who paid to give you what you got today, because the price has to be paid it has to be paid on a daily basis. Someone out there is paying that price in service and I want to talk about just in military. I'm talking about law enforcement on the street, I'm talking about firefighters, I'm talking about all those who protect those on a daily on a daily daily basis keeping keeping this thing running. Well, thank you guys for joining me tonight, listening to me uh, babble on here. Let me see if there's any other comments before we let you guys go. Don't see anything popping up right now. Well, at this time, I guess I'm gonna close out by uh, thanking you guys all and telling you guys to consider what I said tonight. Do some research, look it up yourself. Look up some of the, look up some of the uh, stories out there about those from all diverse sides that paid the price to get the freedom gone. Understand what's coming forth and be ready for next week where we have some really cool stuff coming from Tony, some passionate stuff he wants to talk about. And, uh, maybe y'all can ask him. Oh, uh, Tony, I've learned what service really means from our service friends and family. was uh, from Tony. Um, so Tony, do you have any do you have any parting words you want me to throw at them for next week? I'll give you a second answer. So, I got passionate tonight, man. I had, I had a lot of stuff to say. You can watch a little bit more from uh from last week, well, last week, last night. <laughs> Tony and I were hanging out a little bit, uh, and uh, we got a chance to share a little bit of that. So, this is a little delay, so I got to give Tony a chance to kind of do his thing and you know put the message together. So. you want not drink anything special tonight anything coming through nope hey guys you're hanging out with me before you guys go take a minute to seriously look at our website swing by just take a look at it backwardsbrothers.com if you get a chance at least look at the merchandise i mean you know you don't if you can't buy anything can't afford it whatever you get to it. just take a look at it and if find yourself you know want a little more torture swing by and watch brandy show tomorrow no she actually has some pretty good stuff on there she's talked about some stuff that's been pretty passionate and things that um you know you really should know about i mean things that are affecting your kids and your families um so someone said uh thank you so kurt uh, freedom uh tony says last words of freedom is not free remember that freedom is not free and uh thanks you guys so much Take a chance to watch uh, Brandy. Take a chance. Take a minute to watch Brandy's show next uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Campfire discussions. Great stuff to talk about. Uh, also, Tony says appreciate the persons who paid the price. Yes. And uh, check out their website. If you get a chance, please check out our merchandise. Help support the show. It costs money to put this on every week. We put it on for you guys, and uh, we appreciate everything, guys. Have a good night. Go with God, and uh, yeah, bless you.